Cause I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And like I said last week, I was getting a lot of DMs asking what I wanted for Christmas from you guys. The only thing I want is a nice little review on Apple's mm-hmm. podcast. That's all you have to do, and you'll make my Christmas. Um, do I have anything else to say? Oh, I'm locked out of my Instagram. So How did if, that happen? So... One day, I'm just on Instagram, and then something scrolls up, and it's like, we need to verify your identity. We've sent the email to this email address. All right, cool. I go to the email address. I never got a verification code, so I'm like, what's going on? So I keep trying to sign in, and then I hit, first of all, Instagram don't have no customer service. Yeah, they don't. They don't have customer service at all. Um... But I finally found a way to get through to them. And so, hold on, let me pause this. Thank you for verifying your identity. Here's here's a code so you could reset your password. So I reset my password, but then the same thing kept coming up. Mm. And so then I hit them up again, and I was like, I did what you guys told me to do, but I'm still getting this, uh, we need to verify your identity link. And then they sent me an email and basically was like, we can't help you with that bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> what? So, okay. They didn't say bitch, but I know, I know that, but it I was read it. It yeah. was read it. Um, and so then I Googled it and apparently like a lot of people are getting locked out of their Instagram. So like my Instagram page is still up. Yeah. I just can't access it. And I'm not about to make a new Instagram page. Uh, so if you, I don't know if this will ever get resolved. So if you want to follow me, Follow Lauren XOXO and friends because I'm not doing a shit. That's there. crazy. That's the same because you know it's so weird because I could be on my my personal page and then add in, like if I'm switching between my personal and business page, mm-hmm. when I switch back to my personal, it says you're logged out. It mm-hmm. keeps logging me out for some reason, but it's then essentially I'm not really logged out. So I don't know what's going on Instagram, but I hope that shit is rectified. Cause Do you have that? two-step verification thing Mm-mm. okay so make sure you sign up for that because that might help you i know you can like give them your phone number and then it could like your email and your phone number um could be a way that they can contact you i just i didn't i didn't want to give them my phone number yeah they, they, they have my phone number it. they they do so i was just like no my email's here you can email me but the email's not going through i and then i was like okay maybe they've spammed my email address and then I sent like a reset my password to my email and I got the email fine. So I just think that's a glitch in their system. So if you get that, just know. So it says add extra security with two factor authentic, authentic, authentic whatever. I can't speak right now. I'm kind of drunk. So you, I don't, we'll send us text messages with the login code. I mean, but see, that'd be the shit because say you lose your phone. It's a lot. See, that's the only thing, the reason why I don't want this set up. Okay. And I'm not, and I don't know if it'll work either way. Like, I don't know if it'll work, but I at least, like, t- I guess two is better than one. And, yeah, so I was, like, Googling it. I was finding articles on Reddit. Like, there's just a whole bunch of people. Uh, and then, 
Facebook, I guess in sometime in October, there was a Facebook lockout where they locked a bunch of people out of their Facebook. Mm. So I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. They rectified the issue and people were able to log back in. Um, but this issue seems like, like I've seen articles going on from like May with mm. people being like, it's been weeks, it's been days, it's been months. And I'm like, I'm not making a new Instagram. So if I'm ever able to get in, I'll get in. But if I can't, I can't. So, you know. Follow Lauren XOXO and friends. I'm not pregnant. I'm not trying to drop off the face of the earth. I just can't get in my shit. Mm. I'm just like, damn. Uh, That's so strange. So I'll be there if you want to talk to me. You know what's so crazy too? Because on my business page, like I get so frustrated with Instagram. I think Instagram, I think Instagram's biggest mistake or the creators of Instagram, the worst thing they could have done is sold to Facebook. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like, like I'm starting to see pages without likes. On my end, and maybe from like on I my. I haven't seen them yet, but I did see you like took a screenshot. Yeah, they um, it, it looks strange, and for me personally, like as a business owner, I do feel like there's some prejudice involved too. Cause I remember Ooh. I put up a po- yeah, because I realized that I don't know other black-owned businesses that are doing anything like, especially with like cannabis. Um. With cannabis, like they won't let you promote anything with CBD oil, so you have to find other avenues to try to promote any products with CBD. Like my skincare is with CBD oil. So and you can't post it. I can't. No, I can post it. I can't promote it. They. It's like they. It's like they. They kind of want to like categorize me as selling drugs. So you can't. So you can post it, but you can't be like CBD. I can't do a sponsorship. Oh, okay. you can't like you can't do a sponsorship, which is like what you want to do. Yeah, so there's but well, there's other white owned companies who are promoting you sponsorship all day long with CBD oil and on the labels. It says, oh, it has 50 milligrams of CBD oil oh, in wow. it. Or even like for example, I remember I had a photo shoot. I want to say April or some something like that, and it was like a I don't know if you remember me. It's like I it was like I had like a. A bathing suit bottom, but my hand was like this, and I was having one of the body butters in my hand. Okay. And it was like showing half like a butt cheek. They dismissed that. But they told me, oh, it's inappropriate, whatever, whatever. Ain't nothing but asking titties on Instagram. Not only that, but it was like literally, it was tastefully done. But there were white women doing it all day. And I took screenshots, 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 because you can appeal the denial of the post like what do you mean you every time i try to no matter what post i they like deny i always try to submit an appeal oh it's not working right now try another time oh it's not working right now try another another time and it's very frustrating because it's like yo you want me to give you my money like instagram just charged my business account 250 dollars for the um sponsorship but it's just like i get like me personally i get more feedback when or sales if i hire an influencer Mm -hmm. like I don't know how their algorithms algorithms are, and it's like they, it keeps changing. So, say you want to spend thirty dollars on a post for Instagram. Let's say you want to spend thirty thousand out thirty dollars. It keeps fluctuating on how many people they can view it. So, you know, Black Friday was you know everybody's gonna spend money for a sponsorship for Black Friday. So, on an average, if you spend thirty dollars on a post for five days, you can see maybe like. You can there's a range between ten and maybe ten thousand to fifteen thousand people to, to view that post. Now, when Black Friday now is holiday season, it decreased to like maybe five thousand people can see the post the most. What? Yeah, it's so so, so they want you to spend a bit more money, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. Like they don't care about anything about 
people's self-esteem and people committing suicide and none of that shit it's they're being fucking greedy and it's just like what can you do like this is their platform like you took it you're taking the essence away from instagram now, i don't mind sponsorship like i don't mind it does help out a little bit but at the same time it's like now you're being greedy i'm not spending more for sponsorship if i'm not seeing the fruit of, of that you know and i just like i feel like they are prejudiced to certain people like i i literally like i i'm gonna record this whole shit when it, when i do it again like try to create a post and i'm like and i have screenshots in my phone that i would love this on instagram like you guys approve the white folks but y'all approve the black people i feel like if a lot of black business owners like if y'all got together and collectively like got a folder together you can take that up to court Mm-hmm. And that shit would get so much attention. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, that's what I'm thinking about doing. Like, I'm literally collecting my evidence a little, day by day. If you own a business and uh, you do a lot of advertising and stuff on Instagram and you are having these same issues that Yaya, like, connect with her. Because I feel like that could be huge and y'all will win. No, seriously. <laughs> it's, a, it's very frustrating because it's just like... You know, I I don't understand like you're being prejudiced, and then it's just like you can never appeal anything. You can never appeal anything, but it's just like I literally took a screenshot and I sent one to Nikki, and I said, Nikki, I said there's nothing different than this post that I have with my butt with this white girl. Mine's just fatter. That's what it is, though. But that has nothing. That, that, but ass is an ass. Okay. I know. I get. I get it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. ass is an ass. But it's like literally her whole butt is showing. Like literally a whole torso. Everything is literally like. A, cu- a little cuff of a butt cheek like what i don't understand it like it's just to me it's just like it's not fair and it's just i don't know it's just instagram has a lot of shit with them and i just feel like it's, it's just i wish they never sold i wish the owners never sold it to facebook because it's just the, the dynamics are changing i don't like it i don't like it at all i also found it crazy that they like literally don't have customer service and i'm like but, but how are you charging people for ads like if i was a business and i needed and something wasn't working with my instagram and i was i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure you've put a lot of money into instagram if something happened and you couldn't get through to them but you you've already given them your money and you're getting these automated responses what are you to do Mm -hmm. like can is there uh is there a way that you can get a refund do you know that? Like, I mean, I, I, it's very seldom that I reach out to Instagram. I think the only time I reached out to Instagram was like, some, like me and my homeboy blocked each other because we were mad at each other and we couldn't unblock each other. Like, I couldn't even. Really? Yeah. Like, you can't. Like, once if both of you would block each other, there's no way to do it. Like, I had to email them and be like, "Hey, that was years ago." Wow. And it's like you can't it's, even if like the page says like, "Oh, you're blocked. You can't see anything or whatever." You can't go to that page no more. It's like it's non-existent. Mm-hmm. It becomes non-existent. So I, that's the only time I emailed them. But it took a while to get a response. And I'm like, by now, you think, like, you got, like, how many, there's billions of profiles out on Instagram. People all over the world has an Instagram. Mm-hmm. So to me, I just find it so, so strange that there isn't anyone that I can call and speak to over the phone. I You're a company. Or even just, even like, like having a regular email conversation. Okay, I understand it takes like 24 hours to get a response. Something like that. Or even like, you know how like some business pages, they have like, oh, you can speak to a representative right now and like a 24-hour mm-hmm. type of situation. You can outsource that. 
for sure. You could definitely outsource it to somebody in like for Pakistan, but pennies. Even though them motherfuckers will have you <laughs> going talking in circles, like they don't understand a word you're saying, <laughs> but something like goddamn, like help a motherfucker out. I understand you, ma'am, and I feel so sorry for what you're going my name, through. My um, name is Trevor, and I can't like <laughs> what the fuck. Like no, your name is not. It's something else. I can't help you right now. Um, yo, I'm telling you, like Instagram is on some other shit right now, and I don't like it. And Right now, um, next next month, I'm meeting with a digital marketer, um, which is going to cost me thousands of dollars. I just don't even want to think about it. But it, he's going to help me find other avenues mm-hmm. besides Instagram to 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 increase revenue. And it's just that's that so smart. It is because it's just like Instagram. Because like the way Cause Instagram, look at me. I can't. What if my like? What if I was selling shit exactly, on, your page? on your page? I would You'd be, be asked trouble. out. You'll be asked out, and that's and that's the issue that I'm, I'm having with Instagram because it's literally like we. I think we sometimes we get comfortable with Instagram, not not knowing that they could take it away any any time, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. Like we just get too comfortable and use that as the only platform, and I think. Like, I even remember trying to set up my Facebook page. They wouldn't let me set up even, like, my 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 um, my um skin frostings have hemp seed oil. They was labeling it as a fucking narcotic. I couldn't even make a Facebook page. Yeah, like, it's so crazy. Anything with hemp, if you seem like as a black person, you can't, you can't have a Facebook page. Have but white people can have all the hemp pages in the fucking world. Right. Question. Um... Amazon, have you tried? Have you looked into it, or it's just not worth it? Um, no, it's not that it's not worth it. I feel like with Amazon, their Shopify app has like the worst ratings because it's like integrations that you have to download into your store. Oh, it's like a, it's like downloading apps on your app on your app phone. Like you have to like integrate it a little bit, and the reviews are on it are it's, terrible. It can't be separate. You can't just be like I got an Amazon page, but you just it just helps you when you have to pay. Yeah, that is true. It helps with inventory because, like, it it because it, it takes from the inventory on your Shopify store, mm. and so you want to integrate it because it makes it a little easier. Mm. Um, and it and it and people say it can increase revenue, but right now, just like Amazon and Shopify have to work something out with the integration system because it's it's terrible. And also, too, they want like even if setting up like an Amazon store, like they want SKU numbers and it's they make it very complicated. To me personally, I think it's very complicated. Um, I had to really like sit down and like meet, meet up with somebody to, to help me work. I think I need a mentor for Amazon because Amazon is like very complicated. It's not as easy as it seems. It's not like like setting up an eBay store. eBay store is like one to three. Ever, so easy. So easy, but e- like at Amazon, like it's so complex for me to say it is. You know, and I just I literally left Amazon alone. Mm. I know a girl who sells on Amazon. It looks like it really increased her business. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing too. You still have to pay for to be seen on Amazon as well because there's thousands and thousands and mm. thousands, or sometimes even millions, of businesses or stores like you. That's what annoys me sometimes about like all of these, all of these things that we have to use to like market ourselves and to be seen. Um, like even with the podcast, how. Like, you have to pay to be on so many different little things just mm-hmm. to get your podcast out there. Mm-hmm. But I just wish there was, like, one thing that you use and you pay, like, a flat fee. But I feel like I'm like, damn, I got to pay this. I got to pay this. Right. Pay this. It's crazy. It's really insane. And it's not, it's not, it's not cheap at all. 
because like you gotta pay for influencers you have to pay for this you have to pay for that and it shit just keeps coming out like you're like damn it, sometimes it's even hard to make a profit like, yeah. you can make a profit but it's just like I have to purchase more product I have to purchase more ingredients I have to purchase this I have to purchase that like labels labels is so fucking annoying it's just so much, so many different things and and I wish Instagram would just be a little bit more friendly when it comes to certain things but they're not they just want their coins yeah they definitely want their coins so we got three more weeks until 2020 mm-hmm. how you feeling about it what's i was on? feeling good until i got a, until i got a job <laughs> i'm about to i'm meeting with a manager tomorrow i'm i gotta i might quit tomorrow honestly yeah yeah it's too ghetto for me and i'm not talking about like the people i work with i'm talking about like the the logistics of the place like i just i'd rather just not work or just find something somewhere else. That's like, yeah, like I'm really it. preventing myself from going walking into a bank and taking out a loan. And I'm like, at this point, I might just walk into a bank and just say, fuck it. Because that's the whole purpose of me getting a job. And this was not, it's not worth my time. It's not worth the money. It's not worth anything. Like, we have no inventory. What? We have no inventory. But you know, y'all, yo, you know, it's so crazy. So I, I had a buying meeting today. And we were talking about, like, whatever is online and whatever is in the stores, like, until the new year, that's it. And so we were on the phone basically saying, like, let's not stress about what's out of stock because we're probably not going to get it until the new year. But that's the thing. We've been out of stock since, like, October. A lot, a lot oh, of so they were underbuying. Yeah. So the thing, what was frustrating to us, for us to say the least, because I'm like I said, I'm meeting with management tomorrow. Okay? I gotta get some shit off my chest. Um, <laughs> yo, I only got some shit to get off my chest. Yeah, yeah, rants. Yo, let me tell you. So it's for me. It's just like you. What's heartbreaking for me is that a lot of my coworkers have uprooted themselves, moved across the country, left their families behind, their their comfort zones, and you promised them. This was gonna be like walking. from this, but they still worked for the same company. Com- yeah. Okay. You know, so you know, some and some people even just even quit their jobs. Like a lot of people I work with, especially in my department, left corporate. That would they was getting consistent money. They were, um, they were, um, what you call it? They left. They was getting consistent money. They was on the, on a path of promotions and growing with their companies already. But you guys prompt they like they promised a. Like streets paved with gold. Hold on. So Yaya works for a high-end retail company. Yeah. So it's bullshit. It's crazy because I was listening to Tamina's podcast today. And she was talking about, she's like, oh yeah, my homegirl works there. Da, da, da. And it's just like, she said, I heard it's marvelous. I had to DM her real quick. Like, bitch, this shit is not it. <laughs> like, ghetto. <laughs> this is fucking, yeah, OD. So I was like, this is not it. And, and I was telling her why or whatever. She's like, wow. But I understand. I understand like the politics behind things and like trying to get back the money that you put out for your business i understand that that's not fair to you but it's not fair to us because it's like what i mean we have nothing like we look like for example we got this the shoe in literally like maybe last wednesday i couldn't find one size in it by friday and it's not because we sold not because like the other peers are selling the shoe online is taking our orders because they when you place the order online they take from the store, oh. the store's inventory. Um, even now, like they're giving benefits to buy online, pick up in store. They don't have a warehouse. They, I believe, they do have a warehouse, but that's fucked up for them to do that to y'all during the holiday season. It's fucked up because the store just fucking opened. And that too. And then, and then they want y'all to make money. And then on top of that, 
like uh, now they open up the system so other stores can come in and do, oh like, no yes. that's messy when i mean no like, yeah girl i mean like i'm literally like i'm sitting here like this shit is for the peasants and they got just, y'all at work for no fucking reason and that's why I, I, like I said, I got some shit to go for my fucking chest. And I'm like, most of my coworkers have met with the store manager and they let them let her have it. And it's not her fault. You know, it's not, she has, it, she has no control over like what the owners want to do with the business because the owners are very hands on. This is what they want to do. Like we, they're still family ran. And it was just like, for me, it's just like, y'all, I can't believe that. This is holiday season. First of all, there's no business in holiday. They like they have like this promotion going right now for buy online, pick up in store. I have never seen holiday season so dry in my life. Never. I have never. There's like there's no one coming in. So it's just a beautiful ass store. And they made the store like a hangout spot. <laughs> because they, like my department has a fucking bar in the middle of the damn department. And it's all different type of restaurants in there. Yeah. So it's like now people just come on like oh you know they come and we have happy hour so people literally come into oh, the store shit. for happy hour. Yeah, if you work in the area. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go there and get some some drinks. They just lay out on the couches with their feet up. Oh y'all, I know y'all be looking at them. <laughs> they be like, I just wanna try to shoot one. Like, and they 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 don't mind wasting your time for like an hour mm-hmm. or so. And and they're just like, oh you know, I'm not gonna buy anyone. Thanks. Yaya, you've been amazing. Can I talk to your manager? Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Like, what the fuck you talking about? Like, you know, I'm not just be sitting here and I'm just like, yo, this is what, and and that's why I like, when I speak to management, when I go in tomorrow, I'm gonna let them know, like, listen, this is what's not promised us. Y'all told us we would never know what being out of stock was. We supposed to be get, get replenished three times a day because there's a stock, there's supposed to be like a stock room in Jersey. Like right over the GWB, GWB, and we supposed to get replenished three times a day. I said I didn't sign up to be nobody's maid, and I told him I've been told management slavery ended in 1865. What I'm not gonna be doing is cleaning up other people's messes when they want to leave shoes and shit on the floor and all this other stuff. I am not doing it. Like that's not what I signed up for. And I'm, and I'm gonna let them know, like especially if I'm not making money. Now if shit is lit. If we having some good days, we yeah, gotta go clean the party. Like but no. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's not, like, it was so bad. Black Friday, we were empty. Oh, my God. Black Friday and, um, like. So, I wonder, right, just knowing the state of retail at the moment, what's crazy to me is, it's crazy to me that stores are still opening stores. Our company isn't closing. Like, I don't know. We're doing so well online that we don't need to close down stores. I think the only time they close down stores, which is very seldom, if the mall they enter isn't doing well. Mm. So, like, there was some mall, I think, in, like, I think up, like, Northern California that was doing, like, shitty. And, like, there was no business. So, they had to close down the store because of that mall. Like, the whole mall is, like, non-existent. If the mall isn't doing well, then they, that's the only time they close down. But if the store is doing well, they, they will stay open. And then you also do work for one of them companies that they ain't never going nowhere. Yeah, it's one of those companies that's not going anywhere. And they and I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great company. Like if you're not on the sales floor, like it, it's it's just like I, I'm gonna tell them I want to transfer at this point. Like if you don't transfer me, I'm going to be out because mm-hmm. I said like I can't do this. Like I don't. 
I'm, I'm, I have never seen holiday season like this before in my life. And it's commission only, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm like, I've never seen a holiday season like this before. And I said, you you giving, oh, you you giving customers um gift cards to buy online and pick up in store and shit like that. Like, of course they're not going to come into the fucking oh. store. And I'm, t- yeah, exactly. Don't even fucking think about it. No, I'm not... Girl, I have not spent... I didn't even really shop for Black Friday. Like, I didn't do... I brought some soap. And, like, I didn't spend any money. I've just been trying to save money, but... So, I am just, like... I feel bad because, like, a lot of my coworkers, like, left their jobs, left, like, their homes. And I'm not talking about, like, oh, like they live in Jersey and they just come over to the city or... Like, no, they left... Like California, they left Minnesota, they left Texas, and and it's just like I could have been with my fam- like family, and I'm I'm paying New York City rent. And this is prime time for retail, like you know, this kind of makes up for uh them their slower months. You make those big checks in like January, I'm not, like December, November, December, January, because the sale comes and like you really start making some good money. This is a this is a month now that you're supposed to be making money. Yeah. Mm-mm. it's been it's been really like it's really like luck it's really luck I'm asking I'm wondering when Barney's gonna liquidate the fucking store well I went on their website earlier today and it was like you, they, they're, they're still marking down I think they're going about this sale so tacky and I think what do you mean they even have the um, Pagals on sale hmm <laughs> I think um I'm like for four hundred dollars. That's not a sale. I know it's not a sale. I know, but I'm just saying like I'm surprised. I never would thought I would see that shoe. It doesn't need to be on sale. I'm surprised that uh, I know a lot of. I think they're trying to get a lot of brands to buy their inventory back. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I think. Um, I know someone told me that they did start. Some of the brands started taking their shit out of Barney. Yeah. Because don't mark my shit down in season because it's full price in the store. Yeah, exactly. We're taking it back, right? Um, I don't know. I just think the way that they're like, cause to me, right, the signage and everything is like everything must go liquidation, blah 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 blah, all this shit. But the price is not saying that. Mhm. We either gonna go one like, hello, can I get my favorite perfume for fifty dollars? Like I like I want shit, but you gotta mark it down. Like yeah, I know. Let's close this store. But they're not really closing. They're not closing. They're keeping the Madisons. Madison flagship open. But they said they were going to turn it into like a pop shop with a pop shop. A pop-up shop or like a um exhibit like they're going to show art and stuff there. Which to me was so stupid. And what? then they said they said that they were going to do Barney's pop-up shops in Saks. And I said, "Who's smoking crack?" They yeah. said the same thing. Yeah. And I think I don't understand why they don't just take bar- like if they don't want to put the shit on sale, right? Just transfer that shit into the sack stores and sell it at sack. Yeah, because it says store-wide 30% to 50% off and then now take an additional 10% off that purchase. No, and then another thing I don't like, I'm a BarneysWarehouse.com shopper. Me too. Like, I, Me, I love Barney's Warehouse. You will find the... Oh. Let me say something. I found these Margella boots. That's the way to this day. Mind you, my foot can't fit that shit, but I shoved my foot into that bitch. I found these boots a couple of years ago and I still wear them shits. And I got they were like $200,000 at retail. But I got them things for $200. Yes. These boots were so fire. Yes. I have like 
thousand dollars worth of things that I've gotten on that website for like three hundred, two hundred, like yeah, seven hundred. Yeah, it's really um, good stuff. And I went on the site because that was the first thing in my mind. Because I'm obsessed with um, this brand called Unravel. I like just, oh, yeah, I, I love this brand. Yeah. And the brand is always at Barney's Warehouse because they're super overpriced, but Barney's Warehouse will mark them down. So last, like before Barney's announced their liquidation, all of the stuff was like $400, $300, and this is $2,000 shit. So I'm like, ooh, you know, it should be like $200, $300 right now. I go back. What they did was they marked it back. They went, they took it back to the original price, and then they said that they took 50% off the original price mm. with extra like 15% off. So... Things that were like $400 are now $1,000. Mm. No. Who y'all bullshitting? Because it's not me. I'm like, all right. So we're going to play this game, Barneys. I'll be there on the last day. Let me tell you something. I'm not here for none of this shit. I'm not here for none of this shit. I'll be there on the last day fighting with all the other white bitches and all the you know how crazy impact that thing gonna be? I can't imagine what it is right now because I know Barney's their employees were having fifty percent off. Oh, that's good. For a while, um, but I hope their employees like if you haven't found a job yet, stick that shit out, get that unemployment, mm-hmm. stick it out, stick go it to out. work, do whatever you need to do. You know, you know how you get down when it's the last few days of a store being open. Yeah, do them things to get where you need to get. Hello? You know. I know. Y'all know how we do in New York. I know. <laughs> it says somebody in with a piece. I'm not saying do things. I'm just saying you got to survive at the end of the day. No, that's a whole fact. <laughs> um, let's talk about this uh, Lizzo. So Lizzo's at this basketball game. And they put her on the screen. And she turns her back. And she starts dancing. And we notice that her ass cheeks is out. And everyone's like, well, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but me, I was like, let me watch this again. Cause maybe she had on some leggings that had on like a fake thong. Cause you know, people dress weird these days. Like I was thinking maybe she had on skin tone like, leggings. Like, I think um, Quinn Stefani or somebody had some shit like that years ago. Like it was like a t-shirt and like, a, it looked like her flesh tone. Yeah. I think it was a So I'm thinking it was one of them vibes. And then people were like, no, that's actually her ass out. And you know... It's easy to believe because she takes nothing but pictures and thongs and, uh, you know, sexy outfits on Instagram. So, a whole bunch of people were, of course, on Instagram like, what the fuck is going on? And then there were other people like, fat phobia, fat phobia, fat phobia. Y'all are just mad. If this was, oh, Beyonce just posted a picture showing her ass and all you guys are reposting it, but... Uh, Lizzo is showing her ass and everyone's mad. You guys are, you guys have fat phobia. What you got to say? You don't really want me to talk. Just please, just you go and finish talking. I, I, I'm done. I'm going to speak and I'm going to say I think, uh, fat phobia, the word is bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't think any, like, again, like every, like a lot of people were saying, to have a phobia is to be scared of something. Yes, I don't think we're scared of Lizzo. Yeah, I don't think we're scared fat of fat people. Like, I don't think that is the issue. I, I can, for one, say my issue with shit like that is I am really, like, extremely tired of seeing women naked on social media. I no, Wait, let me... 
Let me see what I need to say. In general, I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of seeing ass. I'm tired of seeing... I'm, I'm, I could be, I'm, I've seen a lot of things that I don't want to see. Right. I don't want to see it anymore. I, I don't care if you're 8 pounds or 800 pounds. I don't want to see it. I'm like... That's one of my biggest issues. I'm just like, and I get that there are some women like, I'm just expressing myself. I can wear what I want. And I think all of that is fine up to a certain degree, um, especially on social media. And I just feel like there isn't like, it's it's just like no one knows when to stop. No one's just like, uh, this is too much. You know what I mean? Like, let me, like, Lizzo posted some pictures the other day with, like, her ass out and red lingerie. And again, I wouldn't care if it was Rihanna or whatever. Like, I would literally just be like, I'm so tired of seeing people's ass. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of people seeing people naked on Instagram. I don't want, I don't even want to see niggas' dick prints. I was on a date now scrolling through and a nigga posted a picture with his dick print. And I was like, I don't want to see this. And I'm just like, when is enough enough? Like, I'm tired of it. And I'm really tired of people turning one thing into another thing. Like, turning it into this bigger issue that people hate fat people. I just feel like this. I I look at it like a mammy complex. I'm going to be honest with you. She's shucking and jiving for white folks. First of all, I I love the fact that a black woman is doing her thing. And this might sound like a backhanded compliment, but take it however you feel like it. I don't give a shit. Me personally. I am so glad that a black woman, especially a big black woman, is getting getting that the recognition and the accolades that she deserves. And she's extremely fucking talented. But I feel like at this point, for one, she doesn't make music for black women. There's, I don't know not one black woman who actually bump her music. Not one. Like, it's just, she makes a very popish music. And I understand, like, go where the money is, sis, fine. But now at this point, you shucking and driving for Massa. That's how I look at it. Because you think that was like that's what that was? Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it. Okay. Because now it's for for me it, it's like how can I say this? I feel like the stereo she's projecting the stereotypical th- stereotypical ways that white people perceive black women. The loud one, like I don't remember at the game. I don't know if you seen the clip at the game. Somebody was just like. How did, matter of fact, you see the post with Azalea Banks? Oh, Azalea Banks posted a video, I mean a post, about Lizzo. And she articulated so fucking well. Really? Where is yeah, it? Yeah, it was on um, Hollywood on Live, I believe. I gotta find it. Um, I'll look for it while you're talking. Yeah, so basically, I, I, I 100% agree with her. I believe it was Hollywood on Live or maybe the Neighborhood Talk or something. I, I don't know. It was one of those smaller blogs. For me... How what Azalea Banks pretty much said to sum it up is basically like she's giving off the um, Monique's percept um, like you know how Monique's character on the Parkers when it comes to Professor Ogilvy. Oh, I found it. Okay. Okay. So she, read, oh, she, oh, she's okay. okay read I it. was hoping she was talking. No. Okay. Hold on. Sidebar. I actually thought the outfit Lizzo wore at the basketball game was cute. It was a lot cuter than some of the other things I've seen her. And to be honest, it just makes me sad that she feels the constant need to like make fun of herself and her sexuality as the fat girl when I'm sure she would really rather just be celebrated for being talented and successful. It just fits in with that TV version of the thirsty fat black woman 
who wears oh who has a hard time being considered sexual by the men so she does all this extra ghetto slash aggressive borderline sex predator things to get male attention stereotype tease very hey professor ogilvy that was my show yeah um looking back the miss parker tv stereotype was actually kind of harmful to larger black women's psyche psyche you know like constantly perpetuating this idea that larger figure black women are these unattractive unsexed and sex obsessed people who don't need to be respected because men could always have as have as a willing sex partner y'all keep trying to say lizzo is being brave and confident but i don't see it that way i think she's trying really hard to be extremely outdated and cliche an outdated cliche character character caricature character caricature caricature say it <laughs> caricature caricature yes okay um character oh, that word is not for me of the sassy <laughs> when i seen it i was like all right um of the sassy fat food slash sex obsessed black women hollywood has effectively added to the lexicon of black american female personas it's one of it's one of the characters created by white hollywood to subjugate black women in society and the world's minds through film tv and media in contrast to the plethora of feisty latinas and demure blonde white woman characters that have become constant in american culture i just think it's a lazy way for lizzo to get famous in 2019 slash 2020 being the non-threatening, seemingly stupid, fat black girl <laughs> okay, who just wants to eat bad food and have sex with whoever is willing to give them the time of day is a lazy way to be a woman's icon, especially a black woman's icon these days. But whatever, I guess. Ooh. I kind of, I unfortunately, I agree with her. And it's no shade to Lizzo, but I feel like, you know, you, you are extremely talented. Like, girl, you can sing. Like... You can sing, you can rap, you can do all these things, but I feel like it's your the way that you're going about certain things. Like you, like you could do things tastefully. Like I don't. There's some pictures that I've seen her take, like half naked, and I think it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But this, like, first of all, you sitting your bare ass on whether you have some stockings or fishnet stockings on or whatever it is, that shit is so thin. Like your butt cheek is squeezing out and oozing out of those stockings, and you're sitting on bare seats at the fucking basketball game. You don't make people, you think they said you think they sanitize that shit? It's just as bad as sitting on a fucking public toilet. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like this is an event where there were children there. This is this is a child like ch- people bring their kids there. I feel all like day. kids see so much these days. But, but we don't need to make it worse. We don't need to make it heightened. But that's why that's what I'm saying about. I'm just tired of there being no censorship anymore it's no censorship and then even like i seen like i was seeing things on instagram and people were like oh when well, Nicki minaj was wearing half naked shit to the basketball game and i'm like i don't approve of that either and she has a funny fucking shape she does have a weird shape. she has a weird shape and she looks it, it looks sloppy it looks disgusting it's not even flattering and even if she did was flattering she should still like it's okay to keep things as a mystery and, I, and I, we we are we, we are forgetting the art. essence of that yeah, we lost the essence of that. And it's just like some things don't, doesn't, we don't need to be naked 24-7. Like, I remember like me and Nikki was talking recently and I was talking about New Year's if we do something for New Year's. And I said, honestly, I'm tired. I don't want to be naked no more. Like, I, I want to be covered up. You can be sexy and subtle. And and it's, it's one thing to own 
your 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 body and to be sexy but at the same time it's like be careful and and we have to be careful how we praise people because at the end of the day sometimes it's hidden insecurities that are they are projecting onto us i agree like because this is a lot like she's doing a lot when it comes to her body and i wouldn't approve any woman to take pictures like that i feel like that's Honestly, there are some people, well, when I when I had access to my Instagram, that I followed that I had to mute because I couldn't take it no more. Yeah. I couldn't take seeing them in that way. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, like, just the way I kind of thought about that person had changed. And I'm like, I know I'm not being approved. Like, I'm okay with sexy pictures and I'm okay with, like, you know, if my homegirl's out in the club and you twerking and you looking cute and you have a good time, like, I'm okay with that. But if it's a constant thing, if it's every day, every other day, like, I just don't want to see it. Right, because we have to start, like, dissecting it and see, like, what is this person trying to, like... Are they trying to find themselves? Like how? Like are are they battling with something? Because now this is a, a, to me, it appears that it's a constant cry for an attention. I think so too. Especially as being the bigger woman, and and we have to stop with this phobia shit. Because everything is everything is not a phobia. Everything no one fears shit around on this part of town. I don't know what the fuck y'all two thought this was. I don't even know. No, no, I'm dead ass serious. I'm tired of this shit. Like that's why, like me, like I always say, I don't like the word homophobia. I think the better word or better term is anti-gay. I can see, like I understand that that term. That makes so much sense. Anti-gay, not homophobia, because somebody can be against gay people but are not fearful of them. Because that means you're literally putting. Fat phobia, homophobia in the same category as arachnophobia, that doesn't even make any fucking sense. The suffix word phobia means fear. Let's be clear. Secondly, we with these with these phobias is just like it's it's kinda like you're trying to mask something, a real conversation. Like we're like we're not trying to have a real conversation here, and, and it's like it's like anytime you're against something or you don't approve something, you're automatically a part of a hate group. You're automatically against something. They just shit. they're so quick to label you before hearing you out. Exactly. And I think that is the bigger problem. And it's like problem. let me let you let me put you in this box so I don't even have to deal with you. Cause when I say that you are this person, that means uh you're wrong. Yeah. And you hate me, so why would I even deal with you? It's or you right. hate this it's concept. It's a difference of an opinion, and it's and, and and it's time to really like. We don't like, have that anymore. We don't. We don't. We're not, we're not allowed to have an opinion, and it's really time time like shift through things and really put things out on the table and be like, listen, I am who I am, and we all think differently. And, and that's cool. And it's cool. And I'm okay with having a difference of an opinion with somebody, but it's time for our, our opinions, our our opinions, <laughs> our opinions to be grounded. And surrounded by facts, like that's the issue that I have, and especially in our experiences. And I'm not dismissing Lizzo, a little black woman, or matter of fact, not even just black women, women in general who are or look like her, in her size wise. I'm not dismissing that because she also, I'm pretty sure she is giving plus size women confidence in exactly. a way. Exactly. But is it the? I guess is it the right kind of confidence? Mm-hmm. You know, and how, and that's what that, and that, and that needs to be discussed because it's, it's not, it's really not like, and and that's the problem, and and, and we the last thing we need is more women being added to this equation 
of objecting, objectif- objectifying and sexualizing our bodies to get the attention of our male counterparts? Well, I t- listen, I think all this nakedness all over social media is definitely something that goes into the bowl of why dating is such a shit show right now because baby girl these niggas could sit at home and jack off to these videos of y'all twerking in thongs and they don't have to take you out of nothing mm, and they don't have to they don't have to do no work i don't even gotta talk i don't even have to talk to you i don't gotta take you to dinner you posting these videos all the time easy peasy i'm over it like i like i said like i don't i don't i don't think it's fat phobia it's 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 literally saying like now it's becoming distasteful. Yes. Like who literally says like I'm gonna cut out a hole, and it wasn't like even like some fashionista type shit. It was literally a long ass tunic. So like, she, yeah, she just had on an oversized shirt with nothing under but a thong. Yeah, and I think she was wearing tights though. I think she was wearing like some like like skin tone for flesh tone. Cause I was tights. like, oh, let's all twerking, and I said, is that her ass? Is that? And it's and and I and I'm like I'm trying to be like optimistic and you know see things from her perspective. Like right now she's on a high, like she's doing well. And but it's like I don't know Lizzo for her music, like because first of all I don't like her music. I think her music is like I said it's, it's not for black women. Yeah, it's definitely it's not very like poppish. It's uh, very or if it is for black people, you know what black people is for. The like, ones that we know, know what group that, that is. Yeah, that one that that group that never one, they never thought they fit in. Yeah, and they and their hair is overprocessed with relaxer and need a trim. That's the type of black women that she made music for. In Idaho. In Idaho, <laughs> <laughs> or even out out east on Long Island, you know. So that to me is kind of like unfortunately it's it's sad and I am tired of it. Like I don't like you could be sexy and subtle. Like I don't think she's a beautiful girl. Like woman. I want that to come back out. Like even okay. So the picture with Beyonce that everyone was talking about, she wasn't showing. She's wearing a bodysuit. Yeah, and she's and wearing, her yeah. hair was covering most of her ass. You can yeah. only see like the outskirts. Yeah, because she had like these long ass braids for Ivy Park, and it was a campaign that was being paid for. Like, it's one thing if you're getting paid for art and getting, like, business. But there's, n- there's another thing when you just out there just exposing yourself just for a few likes and for some attention. Agreed. And then you want to be on Instagram crying about it. Like, sis, like, you knew what oh, you were doing. she was crying about it? Yeah, she was on fucking... I, I don't have time for crocodile tears. Like, sis, you knew what you were doing. Like, you made the conscientious decision to literally cut a fucking hole or wherever you bought this shirt from or whatever to wear that with a thong. And... So, my thing... Okay. So, she went there with her ass out. Like, her yeah. ass was always out. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe the shirt had lifted or... No. It, you didn't see the video when she was walking through? Like, like you know how you walk to, to like, an NBA game or anything and there's, like, a tunnel to get to, like, the... Like, to get to the court? Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she was... It was That was her whole fit. Oh, wow. That was her whole outfit. Oh, no. That's tacky. It was another video too, and I was like, "Sis, like, you know what I'm saying?" And it's just like, I'm okay with freedom of expression, and I feel like the the woman's body is so unique, and it, it is a work of art. But at the same time, everybody doesn't need to see it all the fucking time. Like, I feel like it needs to be tastefully done. Like in, in that particular setting, it wasn't appropriate. And I'm like, you could do it where it is. It's tastefully done. Hmm. Like it, it could be tastefully done where like it's just you like could you could be sexy with clothes on. Yeah, and that too. 
that too you know and, and that's the thing like and i'm like I, I i i can admire a woman's body but there's a way to do it and there's a way to go about it like you can be confident and sexy like like mind we have to take in consideration like think about when you were that young girl um um admiring somebody that you look up to like an artist and i know what people like to say well it's not the artist's responsibility to to raise your children but in the same in the same time like they are a big influence that's why you people pay them millions of dollars to to market a product because mm -hmm. they influence a ma the masses that's why they get sponsorship exactly so like i remember like for example like i i was having like a little nostalgic type of like thing i guess i want to say on sunday mm -hmm. i listened to a, i was watching a lot of spice girls and i love scary love spice, spice girls scary spice was me i had no choice but i love spice in a predominantly I mean, school. we looked like her. Like, right, that, exactly. we were like, okay, so black girl and the music is but, good. But I was coming across interviews and she never, when she had interviews, like, she never considered herself as a black woman. She always says, I'm biracial. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of, one or the other. Like, I'm mixed. Um, and that's okay. Like, she has a right to say that because that's what she is. That's who she is. Mm -hmm. But it was like, for me as a black, a young black girl, like, she looked like me in so many ways and I admire, I admire her with the girl power and being strong and standing up for certain things and you know and, and I think that's important like because she made like I was going to predominantly white school at the time when Spice Girls was, was out that Scary Spice gave me so much confidence in being in such a um, in such a bubble so it's like imagine like the other young, young girls that look up to Lizzo that look like her it, I, I, I see things as kids we see things black and white we don't see like a gray area we don't know and I think that's something that we need to take in consideration but I but also you know when I look at kids now when I'm walking home from the gym early in the morning and I see kids going to school they going to school in yellow wigs yeah. green wigs um, nails done more than I met my I met my niece for the first time and she in Texas and she's 14 she had a full set of nails on and I said wow like I, I, I only got one full set of nails when I was in high school and that was no I only was able to get full sets um, during homecoming and then one time for prom mm -hmm. I was like I was like you get those all the time she was like yeah and I was like Y'all grown, grown. Like. Yeah, because I couldn't like exactly, and and you have to think about who influenced them. Mm -hmm. You have the Nicki Minaj's, the I can't even say Little Kim because Little Kim was my, I mean she Little Kim music, I I was listening to in middle school and high school, but that it wasn't listen to music of my generation, but even when us like in high school, we wasn't that wasn't our thing. Like we had nails done, but not like that. there weren't a hundred of them. Yeah. Now. There is so many little Kims running around. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know what? No, because little Kim is a legend. Yeah, we don't um, have to do it, yeah. I'm not going to do that. There are so many city girls running around. There's like, there are so many female rappers, which I love. Yeah. Uh, but especially very, there are very young ones. Like, I feel like I come across a new young rapper talking about some crazy shit all the time on Instagram. I'm like, what are you saying? You look 15 what's going on and like these are the people that these kids are following that's who they are trying to emulate so you know 
I just can't believe these young girls is going to school in wigs. I'm like, I, I didn't wear a wig until I didn't get my first wig until a, few, a couple years ago. It's, I was an it's adult. It's totally different. And even when I, when I go to work and I be able to train, these kids be cursing. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to say something to them little bastards because clearly nobody fucking raised me. Yeah, they're going to jump you. They can fucking jump me and I, got a, and I got a box cut on me and I'm slicing all them little 14-year-olds. No, no, no. Yeah, leave them kids alone. I had to tell that to Dawn the other day. <laughs> we was driving and we had turned on Fulton and it was these kids fighting in the street. And Dawn uh, went to roll her windows down because she was going to be like, y'all need to get out the street. I said, Dawn, they're going to whoop my ass and put it on Instagram. I said, roll that window up, <laughs> honk your horn, and go straight. I'm not getting my ass. These, like, these little kids don't give a fuck. They be like, shut your old ass up. You be like, Whoop. No, but I feel like no one is talking to these kids. Not, like, and these kids, we talk, I'm like, we would, I was never going to be caught dead talking about, Oh yeah, Ty Ty, he was kissing on my neck da, 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 at 12 years old. First of all, nobody's kissing on my neck at 12 years old. You know, I was doing a lot of things, but not at 12 years old. I thought kissing was a lot. Yes. Kissing that was, was like, a you would go home like, ooh, I just feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Too many boys, you were labeled a hub. You know what I'm saying? But now y'all like, they, they letting people just touch them inappropriately and doing types of crazy Because, things. you know what it is? One thing I learned is... Parents are shoving electronics in kids' faces to get them to be, be quiet, quiet and leave them alone. And so I think, uh, the, you know, kids are learning everything from their phones. And they're on Instagram. And they're following all of these young um, influencers. And they're just, they're just trying to be like them. Oh, girl, you getting a fool. And they're not even like, they're not getting like... Um, regular length nails these girls got long ass nails. i'm like yeah and I, when i was talking to my niece and my nephew um i was like do not grow up too fast i i was like i see a line they was looking at me like sis i just met you yesterday what are you trying to tell me but i was like i was like no really i said I know that we live in this time where it seems like, you know, kids at y'all age, y'all have all of this stuff and y'all have access to all of these apps and, you know, you're just able to kind of really, f you're just, like, they just think they 30, 25, whatever age. And I was just like, yo, stay young for as long as you can, mm -hmm. please, because y'all are growing up entirely too fast. And they was like, okay. And I was like, one ear and out the other but whatever one day when years go by they're gonna remember when i told them that mm -hmm. um so it's it's to me it, it's it's saddening and that's why like, i feel like like if we're gonna be in the limelight we just know that we do have some sort of responsibility to lead them in the right direction um for sure and, and to carry ourselves a certain way like we don't have to do that like oh i our power in our essence is how we conduct ourselves in public. Like, make people want to come to you in a way that they have no choice but to respect you. And I want young girls to be like, I want to be like her. Like, yeah, like, you know. I can't wait till I'm at a point where I can pull up in my, pull up in my G wagon and show a bunch of young girls like, listen, I did this and I didn't sell pussy. I wasn't half naked on the internet. I put my I put my, my my grind in and this is what happened. I own all of this and that and that's it. Like the, I'm so tired of this idea that you have to project yourself sexually to 
to get to what you want. And you know what? I'm, another fucking thing I'm tired of. I am so tired of, of a woman's value being determined by if she is single or not. If she can keep a man or not. That's something else that I'm sick of having, seeing this conversation. Like, oh, she's single. What does she know about having a man? How about that woman just know her worth and doesn't want to settle for bullshit? How about this woman just wants to focus on getting her, her bread together and having building an empire? I'm so tight. I'm so tired of this ideology and we just have to leave certain things behind. All I know is single women and I feel like they're beautiful. They got good Yo, jobs. Yo, that's so um, we They're well-spoken. They are very smart. They most own their own businesses. Like, I, and I, feel, and I don't do think... Do you feel like... Do you feel like right now, like... I, do you feel like the maybe like the men that we have came across, they are, they are fearful of that? You know, I don't... I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on in men's minds. And... I think we would never know. Yeah. Because they tell us one thing and, and something totally and happens. I feel like I say this all the time on the podcast, but, you know, I feel like sometimes men should try men. Because it's like, you don't want us. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, I know so many girls and after the first or second date... It's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> what? Like, no. Like, they just don't even, they're just all the way turned off. Or he came off super corny. Mm-hmm. Or he did something. Or it's just always something. And, you know, I, I think I said a few weeks ago, like, it's pushed me to the point where I was like, I, okay, I think I'm good on dating. But I signed up for a new dating app. And... <laughs> Some new guy, he was writing me, and I could honestly, I could tell just by the way he was typing to me that we wasn't gonna work. So I just never replied. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, you know, tell me a little bit, bit about yourself. Like, what do you like to do? All this other stuff, and he was just like, chill, play ball, hang out, regular shit, you know. Like, that's how I read his messages because that's how it seemed like he was typing. And I was like, yeah, you're not, you're not for me. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm don't, I don't even want to. Um, and then I've been getting all these messages from these guys. And I'm just like, I don't even, I don't know if mentally I can, I'm not, I'm so tired of being built up to, I feel like, be let down. Mm-hmm. Or being like hopeful, being like, oh my god, like we've been on a few dates, he's great, and then something crazy happens. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my god, like what the fuck is going on? So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm at this point where I'm just like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I want somebody, of course, but it's just like, is it worth it? You know what I mean? Sometimes it just feels like such a headache, and I, I don't, and because I feel like we're not having that real conversation. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what men want. Right. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. to me, they're saying one thing, but I'm like seeing another. So I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm at a point where I'm just like, I'm, I'm good. You know, maybe next year something, a new moon will come and it, mm-hmm. it'll hit all the niggas and then they'll just want to be in love and actually date women and we can start over again but i don't know that's why i try not to even think about it i'm just like whatever i right. let me think about everything else but dating i can't 
Because everything else I could, I could truly work on. For some reason, dating is like, it's like I work on it, but you don't get nowhere. And yeah, why do it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. Uh, Juice World passed away. What was it? Monday? Monday? No, yesterday. Or, s- or Sunday. Sunday or yesterday? One of the days. R.I.P. That was really sad. Um, it's just fucked up. I think... He was screaming out for help in his first song, Lucid Dreams. He a lot out. of people were saying that. So... I... I'm, he doesn't really make music for me. Me either. Um, but I did listen to... Uh, like, if he was featured on a song, and it was a good song, I, w- I wouldn't listen to like his solo songs, because I think they was like too deep. I was like, nah. And I don't like... When people start talking about Percocets and Miley, and stuff, that's not my life. So I just... I can't relate. I did like his new song, Bandit, with the other guy, the rapper. It would come up on my gym playlist. But, yeah, a lot of people were saying, like, uh, people were posting his song lyrics. And it was just, it was like he said he wasn't going to live past 21. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of, I'm on drugs, I'm trying to quit. Crazy shit. Uh, It's really unfortunate because... They are really a part of this drug culture, and it it's it's like it's no turning back now. Like it's we're too far gone because no one literally put their foot on like the OGs didn't put their foot on these young boys' necks, and some of these young girls too. So I don't okay. So today I actually Google Percocets because so Percocets are pills. They're painkillers. Mm-hmm. Usually you get Percocets if you've gotten surgery yeah, or something like like I think I. When I got my breast reduction, they probably prescribed me something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm guessing. It's just a very, very strong painkiller. Mm-hmm. And if nothing's wrong with you and you take it, you'll just be high. Yeah. So you can either take it by mouth or you can probably snort it. I don't know about snorting, but I know people pop it, like swallow it. Because I guess I'm just like, I'm just con. I'm confused about Percocets because they're like everyone. People are comparing it to heroin. What? Well, it is a it, it is a um. What you call it? It's, it's a, a oxy It's not a. It's a um, oxycodone. Oxycodone. No, there's different forms. Um, it's a controlled substance. Um, that the pharmaceutical companies and actually, what I've learned is that a lot of ph- like I think it's like ten pharmaceutical companies have had like a major class action lawsuit. And some doctors as well, because they just given out the prescription and they're like in cahoots with drug dealers. Yeah. Um, I mean, totally believable. Yeah, because Jesus, these these forms of, of medication is just like people. Like I remember I went with with this homeboy of mine, and he's Italian. It was a couple of years ago, and we I don't know if you ever heard of this club. It was a club in New York City, like damn near like Eleventh Avenue, and like like West Side Highway. Oh God! What the yeah, name that's was? where all the clubs was. No, but it was it was a strange club. It was like six floors. I never felt like there were demons attacking me in my life until I went to that bitch. It was called. What, oh what was, God! What was it called? It was a couple years ago. It was Cherry something. Some it was some club that was open to like six a.m. in New York City. It was uh, years ago. Like I want to say like maybe like two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. Anyway. He was literally like I was with him. I didn't know he had all these all these pills on him. 
Okay. He was literally standing at the corner and all these white dudes were coming up to him. He was selling like perks and mileage for $100 a pop. I'm not getting that business. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was. He was selling shit. I said, I need to get in that business. I know, right? No, <laughs> I'm looking at this motherfucker. like, you had drugs on you the whole time and you had me riding around in your fucking car. You know, niggas don't care. He, he's like, he was like, nah, like. We good, yeah, we good. So we go into the club. It's called like Cherry something, but it was like what I'm telling you was the strangest thing. You seen businessmen in suits with these trans women all over them. You seen people like snorting lines. I never felt so. Oh, it was like some dungeon. It was like, but it was underground such, shit. Yeah, it was not an underground but it was, club. It was like it was a club that I think white folks just go to, and that's what they they call they it. Live about the their fantasies. Yeah, it was like the strangest thing, like. The strange thing was to me is just like seeing somebody sniff a line because I never, I never seen that before. I don't like that shit. That shit was just mind blowing to me. Makes me feel uncomfortable. And then you see like a, there was a guy, a businessman in in um in like a section. Oh, you have to see all these trans women all over them, and I'm like, dang, like these men are living secret lives. They can't even be with who they are and be with these these trans women. You know that's what they like because they got a wife at home, and it was like the weirdest environment. But anyway. Like, I just see him, like, make so much money just selling pills the whole time. Just selling pills, selling pills. And it was very eerie to me because it was just, like, weed is never enough anymore. And I feel like weed is still kind of, like, extreme. Like, for me, I can smoke weed. Like, I don't even look for it. There's no other high that I need more than weed. Yeah, I'm like There's that, There's nothing too. else. Like, I remember... And I don't like even being too high. Like, yeah, I'm very... I'm very, like, two, three puffs, and here, I'm good. And I get high. I'm one of those people, like, the equivalent of somebody having one drink and getting real fucked up, I'm that way with smoking weed. Like, I get way too high. Like, way, 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 way too high. And... I'd be looking like, y'all motherfuckers want something else? Like, what else is there to have? Like... I remember, like, when I was younger, I would take my... I would I would pop pills. Like, there were times where I would take my mother Oxys and take it. I'm still not going to lie. The best sex I had was with Oxy. Like, the sex... That and weed together. So, how does it make you feel? I don't know, bitch. But when I was riding that dick and I was getting that back shots, that shit was fucking phenomenal. I had not had sex that topped that shit ever. That shit was, like, back in 2011, 12. Like, That's it all was, people crackheads now? <laughs> yeah. Basically. And that shit was like so fucking amazing. But then one, the last time I ever took an oxy, I slept for like fourteen hours straight, and I was fighting to get up. Like you, you ever, you ever slept so hard that you yeah, couldn't you're very get up. heavy and yeah, yeah, you just can't wake up. That's what I did. That's why I would never take it again. And and it was like I wasn't even addicted. I was just doing it for fun. Mm. I was just doing, it. and I was like maybe like twenty, twenty one, some shit like that. Yeah, that's the pill age. Yeah, it was a pill age where everybody's like, you can't even fucking eat a burger at somebody's barbecue uh, because we were sprinkling Molly on it fucking barbecue. I've never taken any pills. I was just always too scared. Like, it was, it was. It, the, Molly, like all of that shit. When that shit was big, I was like, I'm, I'm good. I, I took me, I would take them, but not, it wasn't as extreme. Like people needed like every day. Like it was like once in a while. You know what it is? When I was young, I watched a lot of interventions. And I watched, like, I used to always watch drug shows. I don't know why I was just so intrigued by it. But I think that really, like, put, I was just like, I don't care what drug it is. I don't even want to try it. But I always knew, like, weed, okay, was natural. But then I heard what happened to DMX. So I was like, okay, you can't be smoking everybody's weed. weed. You can't. You got to, like, make sure you're smoking weed around people that you know, know, know. Um, you can't. But 
Yeah, I think so. I was always nervous because I would, I was always too nervous to like something too much. But you have to look at it like, do you have an addictive personality? Like some people don't have it. Like luckily, I don't have an addictive personality. I don't think I do, but I don't want to find out. Find out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I would never. I'm not gonna sit here and try cope because once it's like, oh, you're gonna be fine. Like I would never try and cope. Because I feel like people, like, anytime I used to watch Intervention as a kid, people would be like, you know. Like, some people were like, you know, I did it to cope with shit. And other people were like, I was just having a good time. And then a good time turned into a great time. And a great time turned into I'm here right now on this show. Yeah, homeless. Shooting up. And I used to just be like. uh, And then when I was in high school, I went to school with a lot of kids who, uh, like, I I was living in, like, this rinky-dinky white town called Granite City, Illinois. And a lot of people were like, they were like on heroin or they were overdosing. And some girl even died on our school bus from an overdose. And so mm-hmm. it just really kind of put something in me that was just like, this is not worth it. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It really isn't. And and the fact that this boy's 21. But I feel like when I first heard Lucid Dreams, I thought this song was the most eerie song in the world. This boy was crying out for help the whole time. Like... He sounded like he, he was fucking suicidal. He sounded like he, he, like he, I would love to know his life story. Like, and, and I never really cared to know his life story. Cause I'm just like, is another rapper doing drugs? Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm like, who do we, who are we to blame? Cause I'm like, when did this drug culture, because first we were selling the drugs. Now we're taking it. Was right, it now Wayne? we the crackheads. Now, first of all, I was telling uh, Dawn, I said, Lil Wayne got nine lives because that motherfucker have a seizure every other day. We always hear about him having some seizure. I'm like, God love him because mm-hmm. he stay with a seizure. And anytime I hear that a rapper has had a seizure, I'm like, oh, it's that lean. It's those pills. Well, so somebody was in my DM telling me, oh, he, maybe he had epilepsy. I'm like, bitch, don't mm-hmm. even fucking try. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker didn't have no epilepsy. Epilepsy just doesn't happen out of nowhere. Like, it's, and it, epilepsy is not going to kill you immediately. If it, Like, you have to have a, such a bad seizure to the point, like, you hit your head. Like, I work with epi- people who have epile- um, epilepsy. So, it's like, it doesn't work that way. You're just not going to just fucking die. I had a cousin with epilepsy. So, this motherfucker was on drugs. And I'm like, and I DM'd the story to him when they said, oh, they said he smelled mad pills. Oh, that was sad. Because I'm like, if it was something that he could, like, I'm just like, why he didn't flush that? Or just go to... Like, I would rather just go. You know, it's crazy. My prom date, my prom date did the same thing. Like, he had cocaine on him. Well, he was supposed to be on prom date, but whatever. He actually got pulled over and he swallowed bags of cocaine and it exploded, I guess, in his stomach and it killed him. And oh my he, God. wait, he prom night? No, 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 no. He, he was supposed to be my prom date, but he got expelled from school. Prom date. He's supposed to be my prom date, but he got expelled from school. And a couple of years later, I guess he was selling coke. And he got pulled over. He didn't want the, the, the cops to find out that he had coke on him, so he swallowed him. And I think they ended up arresting him for something. So he went to the jail cell. And I think he just started vomiting rapidly and bleeding or whatever. But by the time he was able to get to the hospital, it was too late. They The, the bags of cocaine literally exploded inside his stomach. Jesus Christ. Because they probably think, I, I'm going to poop it out. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it, no, it's not, depending on, like, you don't know how crazy your stomach your is producing stomach, acid, right. and, yeah. you know, like, you don't, you know what I'm saying, and, and it's just, like, crazy, like, why would you even do some shit like that, um, but it's, like, this drug culture, we have to stop, like, we, we are becoming numb at this, at this point where we're not even dealing with our issues, and I felt like, it's really society, because 
they have this idea of masculinity where men are not supposed to discuss how they feel and the men now are taking drugs to mask it and it's not healthy but he was very open i feel like because i remember his interview with the breakfast club when he was like i like i'm comfortable with putting my feelings out there like that's i think that was something that he was like well it well maybe he wasn't getting the help he needed because if he had like a life coach or maybe a therapist he could go to maybe he wouldn't even have to be doing this but now i think i actually read something recently i think he was actually something drugs because they said like he had like mad pounds of weed on him on a fucking private jet yeah and they were like guns and weed yeah so it was another different world he was probably in Plus pills or whatever but that's getting money. But he didn't have to be in that world. Maybe it was the people who was with him because he was making a shit ton of money. Like, I don't know. Torn crazy. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's really sad because he's he really, really talented. Like, it wasn't my type of music, but I know he had a lot of fans. I was on... um I was on Twitter looking at the trending and someone had posted like, oh of course i'm like this person is young and they were like juice world was as is as much as a legend as nipsey hustle so we need to have the same energy that we had when nipsey hustle died i said um someone dying from being gunned down versus dying from overdosing on pills and not even like it's not even like a mac miller situation like this was like for me like even like you even even in that comparison like is there is no comparison there isn't there isn't a comparison and it's just like i think about like mac miller like mac miller like he fed your soul where as what's his name juice box juice world Juice World. It, when i when i anytime i listen to his music it was just like to me it felt it just did not sit well with me like but there were i feel like for the younger generation they like that shit. The younger generation that shit was gothic. That shit was dark. The younger generation likes gothic, druggy, dark, or suicidal. Did you see that post that Don posted where there was a, a seizure challenge? Yeah, but it wasn't even that was even before he died. Yeah. And I was just like, why is this a challenge? Like that's it's so eerie to me. It's so creepy. It's so just like the shit that kids do, I'm like yeah, we weren't doing it. Yeah, we we it's just it's just different. It's real different. I don't know. This whole generation is just like ass backwards. Like it's like no matter where you come from, it's just like there's like it's like a, 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 a um it's like a like a like a a loss of culture, a loss of intellect, a loss of empathy. Like empathy for sure. It, it's just like no one understands. It's like everybody's so focused on living on for the moment and it's like you can still have fun but let's let's still stay grounded and let's just still stay focused the comments i read i'm like have you do you have no heart like i remember i was reading um another nipsey thing where uh that guy whack 100 he was like they were like oh so you don't think nipsey was a legend and he just went on his rant and I was just thinking to myself, like, what happened to just being like, yo, rest, rest in peace. I'm praying for him and his, I'm praying for his family. I don't even want to speak on that man. The way he died was so tragic. I'm sorry. It's like, I feel like people are so eager to like disrespect people. And like, we just live in different times now. It's so crazy to me. It's like, and these people, they just want to get reposted. This is so off topic. Uh-huh. 
But this thing with Bad Baby, right? I, don't I think, I think it's Bobby. Whatever, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> it's crazy because there's a couple of songs I like that she put out. I thought I was like, oh, that's not a bad little tune. I can't take her. I can't take nobody to disrespect their mama. Yo, I'm good, love. I have never seen a bunch of black men caping for this, a white woman so hard. They were on Facebook, girl. On Facebook. I've been in t- a couple arguments with people. Child. And, and, it's, and the reason why it's frustrating if for me... If you got paid to argue people on Facebook, you wouldn't need nothing, huh? And Instagram comments? <laughs> Girl, they could pay me all fucking Fuck a job. Day. Fuck a job. Pay me to argue because I would do it. Because, like, the thing with Bad Baby or Bad Bobby, whatever, Barbie, whatever the fuck it is. Like... It's like that generation has, like, no clue. Or, like, even, like, my little cousin, she's going to be 16 in March, mm-hmm. right? And, and when I try to talk to her, it's like she's, like, sucked into this, like, like this vacuum of ignorance. Mm-hmm. And it stresses me out. Like, the music that they listen to, the things that they do. And I follow her on Snapchat, and she, she follows my business page. I follow her personal page on my business page. And I'm like, what what the fuck are you thinking? Like, and, and going back to Bad Bob, whatever her name is, the white girl, right? That was on. You yeah, know, let's just call her the white girl. The white girl. Like, the way people were capping for her, okay, excuse me, caping for her, for her braids. I'm not mad that a white woman is wearing braids. I don't, that's I don't not, care. I don't no. care. That's not what I'm mad about. It's her response that pissed me off. I didn't like that either. It's the false equivalency. And I'm so tired of people trying to say, well, black women wear wigs and black women wear weeds and y'all bleach your hair. First of all, let me, let me, let me explain something to y'all because I'm going to sum this up real quick. First of all, Straight hair is not exclusive to white women. I.e., there are Asian folks with straight hair. There are people from Central South America that are not Caucasian or from the Caucasoid Mountains who have straight hair. And it's not a characteristic of culture. Secondly, what pisses me off is that, like, the people who are defending her have no idea of culture, no idea of history or anything. And then we have a conversation with it, they still want to dismiss the argument. Present day, whether you want to say like dismiss history or not, there are laws that are being made not only in the U.S. but also in um, other parts of the world where they are banning young black girls from going to school from wearing their natural hair, wearing braids, or anything like that. There are laws in this country in the deep south and Midwest where they made it okay to discriminate against us if they feel our hair is untidy, whatever that means. Um, so we have to really think about it. Think about like cornrows, where at certain tribes, where present day is is it stands for social status or either like uh, social ranking in their communities. Um, and if you don't want to even talk about black women with wearing wigs and weeds, let's talk about the black women who wear their natural hair and don't even wear wigs. Let's talk about the black women who wear dreads. Yeah, yeah, we can't win for losing. They we don't can't. want you to wear dreads. They don't want you to have yo, natural hair. They, like, yo, everything is going to be it's, a problem. It's so frustrating because I'm like, these women, that let's, like, like, what about the women that, that are naturalistas? And they get questioned about their, their cleanliness of their hair every day. But when fucking Becky does it, it's okay. It's chic. It's, it's spread on both. But what about the non-black woman and the non-white woman, the people in between, who have been affected by pay, uh, by colonization, who had their culture stripped, their garments stripped from them, and next you know, it's being paraded on fucking the cover of Vogue. 
what where do they lie their opinion doesn't matter should they should they be dismissed and 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 that's the thing that's felt so frustrating for me and I'm so sick of this this narrative like well y'all wear wig and I'm like everything a black woman does is for fucking survival understand that shit everything that we do for survival and either we are surviving or now we're dealing with some generational bullshit because of colonialism and colonization so I'm not making excuses but I'm just stating the facts here shit like everybody wants to tell a black woman woman how to feel and how to deal with the situation like this guy was arguing on Facebook he was like we need to focus on more important issues of, of like the black home I said we can't talk about the black home unless we deal with my issues because at the end of the day, I'm raising your fucking kid. Mm-hmm. How are we going to talk about the black home? I can't I can't talk about the black home if I don't know how you feel about certain things in your experiences. And how to come to a solution. You cannot tell me to dismiss anything and this is what I've been dealing with for the for my entire life. Like, what what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm, I'm like, and it's like when I talk to these young folks, they just don't get it. It's like... Like, things are becoming so watered down, and they have no clue. Like, and I really want parents to stop being their kids' friends. I need y'all to start being more active. I need y'all to put your phones down. I need you to put, put their iPads away and have a history lesson, especially black parents. I don't give a fuck where you are in the diaspora. Like, there was um Miss Universe Jamaica. She had a costume that was, it was like in honor of a slave master. I think her name was Anne something. Jamaicans were going fucking crazy about this shit. They, it was like, what the fuck were you thinking? Oh, I gotta Google that. It was, I, I could, um, and her name was like Anne something, a slave master. This woman was brutalizing slaves. She was like, she was killing her husbands. And it was like what? some crazy, yeah, it was Miss Universe Jamaica. Um, I, I gotta figure it out. And it's like, we cannot be so fucking cold what? and blinded that to the point that we are just going to like yeah she miss universe jamaican organization tries to defend costume name after a slave owner and oh yeah the the and, and the name of the slave owner was annie palmer annie palmer annie palmer and supposedly she did a lot of voodoo this white woman did a lot of voodoo and she she killed and murdered a lot of enslaved men too and she like you know it is like it's not just black american that's experienced this this is all over the diaspora so it's just like where where where's the disconnect here that we are disrespecting our ancestors we're disrespecting the ones who fought for us the like, white witch <laughs> yeah they call her white witch no seriously yeah, you know i gotta read saying? up about her like that's the shit that is so crazy to me it's like where's the disconnect here girl and, and the disconnect right is very deep trust me it's crazy I, I'm just so like and, and, and it scares me because I'm like yo and then when I talk to dudes I'm like you yo, you don't hate white supremacy enough for me like you're okay with the mediocrity you're okay with nothing like I'd be so afraid that that I encounter some bullshit that some 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 of the, my my black peers even like my Latino folks like they won't even defend us or even their women in the presence of some fuck shit they ain't got nothing to do with me that ain't my business shit they just pull out their phone and fucking record Mm-hmm. Like step, in, like where is like the stepping in and defending the woman? Like we, we're in, a, we're in a point now. It's just like everybody just wants to mind their business and want to post something for some likes and some streams. Basically, did you watch Queen and Slim? I haven't seen it yet. I wanted to go oh, today, but I have time. I want you to see it so we could talk about it. I'll probably see it next week. 
Alright. Whenever I get paid, whenever that is the way this shit is set up. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. Nothing new over here. <laughs> That's how you end it. Yeah, some stupid shit. Um Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, please go on um, iTunes and leave a review. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.